Amen. Amina. How many are expectant? Someone asked me one time, Pastor, what do you always mean when you say how many are expectant? And I was, um, I don't know whether I explained to him, but you see, when you come to the house of God, you should come expecting. What you expect is what you get. If you expect that God will visit you, God will visit you. If you expect that you will have a good time, you will have a good time. If you expect to see mistakes, errors, bad things, that's what you'll get. So, are you expecting? What are you expecting? What are you expecting? Ask your neighbor, what are you expecting? Did they tell you? I don't know what everybody is expecting. It should be different. Praise the Lord. What are you expecting? Those of you who are online with us, what are you expecting? Whatever you are expecting, God is going to grant it. So you better be expecting something good. Something good is going to happen. Something good is in store. We are together again. To do what? To receive your expectation. I'm happy because God has given me a little inspiration tonight. Something that I have no doubt that uh, will be a blessing to us. So, while we stand, we read out of uh, Genesis chapter 3 verse 1. Now the beast... Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yeah, has God said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? No msota gwali mukalaba kalaba okusing in solo zona ezomunsuko. Zeyakola mukama katonda. Negugambo mukazinti. Buatio buya yogera katonda. Mm. Shall we pray? Precious Lord Jesus, we do not take this service for granted. I know you knew it before the foundation of the world that you would be here today. You knew who would be here. You knew that I and my brother would be standing here before your children. You even knew those that are streaming this evening. And those that will watch this later off of the archives. You knew each and everything. 
I realize I don't even know what I'm going to speak. But before the foundation of the world, you knew what I would speak and how it would impact your children. Lord, may you help me that I will stay in my place. Humble myself, Father. And I'll let you speak through my through my, my lips, Lord. That something will be said tonight. That your children will be blessed. Grant it, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. I'm speaking today um, on this thought, and I realize I have many thoughts that I have not concluded on. And uh, maybe like three or four of them, so I have to keep going back as the Holy Spirit will lead me. So, but today, yeah, yeah, um, during the beginning of the week, I, I uh, this week I've been, you know, meeting quite a few people. Just doing some counseling with them. And um, I, uh, this thought just came up in one of those meetings. And I trust that uh, it will be a blessing to us tonight. I just want to speak on submitting your abilities to Christ. Submitting your abilities to Christ. Do you realize that each of us is born with abilities? Each of us is born with things that we can do that others cannot do like us. You know you are born... And you are born alone in the world. You are the only you in the world. There is no one else like you. You are the only you. When the day you die or the moment that you die. That moment we have lost something. That can never be replaced again. Now I know that there are people who are born and they... Um, you know, see others and take them as role models and they can sometimes tend to be like them. But they cannot be them. They cannot be them. You cannot be like me. I cannot be like you. And because of that, we have also different God-given abilities at birth. So much more that the Bible says that gifts and calling, uh, gifts, the gifts and the calling of God are without uh, repentance. So many things we can be able to do them at birth. You are born with those abilities. But they don't 
manifest immediately because you have to grow into them. Sometimes they are skills. And you know, as you grow, then you are able to realize that you have certain abilities or certain skills. Naturally. So you don't receive this because you've been taught or because you are born again or because you are Christian or because you are good or bad. You have them simply because you are a human being. This is what makes you different from the others. And I can give you quite a few here. I know you already know yours, each of you. Things that you are good at. Or things that you, you are that differentiates you from the others. You know, some have um, a, a convincing tongue. Yes. I think in Luganda we call it a kalimi. A convincing tongue. Whereby when, some, when you talk, everybody will believe you. Some are good orators. They speak, they speak well. And they amaze every year. Say, ah, the man can talk. The woman can talk. Some are good at singing. Some, some have knowledge. Some just have this mind, or can I call it a legal mind? They are very good at wisdom. They are very good at judgment. They are very good at decision making. Others just have leadership skills at birth. You know, even watching little children, you can be able to differentiate and say, Ha, this one will be this or that one will be this. And others, you know, can... can they are very uh, instrumental in making things. You know, like they can make money. They can build things. Others are good givers. They do not need to learn it from somebody to be a good giver. Others talk too much. How many are like that here this, mo this evening? Others are very good at talking too much. And, and and you know, it's a natural ability. They just can talk too much. And um, you know, I, I was speaking with the other brother the other day and he told me, I'm like that pastor. Others smile a lot. Whether or not they're happy, they just smile. Just happy. They, not I wouldn't want to say happy, they just seem as happy. And, you know, others look good. You know, like when they have good looks. Others are good in music. Talents, they're talented in music. Others very intelligent. Others outspoken. Others are good networkers. They know how to connect things and connect with people. These are natural abilities that can be developed but it is difficult to attain them even when you did you cannot be like the person or the human being 
everything that had it at birth. Different people, diversities of abilities. But now, many times, and many times this is the problem, that we do not yield our abilities to Christ. We have our abilities and we don't actually use them for the glory of God. And I wanted to give you quite a very weird example to begin with. This is with a serpent. The Bible says the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field. Which the Lord God had made. And so he came to the woman and actually beguiled the woman. Now the word subtle means making use of clever and indirect methods of, to achieve something. Engineers, clever, skillful, cunning, crafty, shrewd, artful. You, you, you know when you set out to do something You know how to achieve it You know you will not fail to achieve it You are just shrewd You know how to attain it Now God had created many creatures And in the garden There was one specific type of creature That was different from all the other creatures This creature was not a human being But as I will show you here It was very similar or close to a human being it was between the human beings and the animals very different one of its own kind and the bible says it had all these uh, abilities and I'm going to quote a few things for you here and I want you to listen to me carefully in the power of transformation he says so Saturn that morning perhaps met this evil one which was the serpent not in a reptile but a beast most subtle cunning smart of all of the beasts just under man and man is beast himself we are mammal we are warm blooded animals and Satan was the next link here he doesn't really mean Satan he means the serpent so this serpent he was the next thing to a man from a chimpanzee stand between man and the chimpanzee can I have three people come up here as I, I read this Three brothers. I want to demonstrate something for the people. He says, now science is looking for that missing link. Yeah, come up, come up. Three people, please. And even 
well he says science is looking for that missing link and it is so hid and even not a born in him looks like a man making him a reptile now here Come right over this side. Here was the man, a human being that God created in his image. And here were the other beasts. You know, the, Brother Barnum says that, the other, that was a chimp right over the other side. And, and, and here between the chimp and the man was another beast. Now, these things that I'm preaching to you this evening, you cannot hear it anywhere else. You can't hear it in science. You can't hear it in any denomination. Because it is spoken by a prophet of the end time. It's one of the mysteries that were revealed. And it is so biblical. 100% biblical. And Tonight I will show you that. And here this beast was right in the middle. And here was man and there was a chimp. Now, in all the other creatures, in all the other beasts, this creature here was the closest to a human being. Was very subtle. Very cunning, very shrewd, very intelligent. We will find out more about it. Could do things that no other creature can do. It was a very special one. It was one of its kind. All right? So, this is what we're talking about. You can go back, brothers. God bless you. Now, listen. He says, now we find now that this fellow found Eve in the garden of Aden. This young woman that knowed no sin, knowed not what her nakedness was, but this one he knew. Did you know this beast knew? Hmm. He was smart. He was subtle. He was wise. And he told her the seed, the fruit was pleasant and it was desirable. And when he lived with her that morning, well, of course, he continues on to say that then comes Cain. Now, friends, let's take it a little bit slow here tonight. I want you to know that Satan does not fight useless people. Satan can never fight anybody that is not useful. No, he cannot. Satan has an agenda. And he only goes where he knows he has a benefit. When you see someone being fought, it means there is something about them. And there are People in the Bible here, we can read about them that have been fought from the time they were born. Talk about people like Moses. Moses from the day he was born. 
the devil wanted to kill him he even you know he came upon Pharaoh and Pharaoh said go and kill all the young boys that are born because the devil knew that someone was born just in that time that someone was going to be born and because of that the devil told all the women, the midwives, to kill the boys who are going to be born. Are you hearing me this evening? Kill all of them. But do you know the devil was hunting one? And that was Moses. And Moses was taken in a, in a basket. Was it a basket? On, 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 on River Nile. Which here we know that the source of River Nile is in Uganda, by the way. Some of you don't know the source of River Nile. You have to go here in Jinja, you'll find it. The source of River Nile is just right here. Praise the name of the Lord. Goes all the way to Egypt. And connects with the other Nile and you know all the way to Egypt. And so in Egypt the devil wanted to kill him. But why did the devil want to kill Moses? Because Moses had a great purpose. Moses was one of those that were born to destroy the intents and the works of the devil. And the devil knew so he wanted to finish him from the time he was born. All through the devil was hunting him. We come to Jesus much later. Jesus also. The devil wanted him. You remember how this man, the king, said to the uh, three wise men. When you find him, tell me about him because I want to go and worship him. And because the king wanted to kill him. But there was an angel of the Lord that came and visited these three wise men and told them don't go back that way. Are you not so happy in your soul to know that there is an angel of the Lord that is sent to protect you? The devil has set out from the moment you were born. Let me tell you, if you've not experienced that, it cannot move you at all in your heart. But I'm one of those that can tell you that the devil was set out from the very beginning. If you have any work at all to do for God, if you are here in this world to, amen, to live for a greater purpose, the devil knew that and he set out at the beginning to destroy you. But there was an angel of the Lord to wash and protect you. And that angel never leaves. Jesus was born and the devil wanted to catch him. But the devil couldn't get him. And he was taken to Egypt. Sometimes we, we live in a desert. When it seems as if nothing is happening. But if you are born for a purpose, one of these days, you will come out of that desert. And you know what happens when you come out of a desert? You set out on your purpose. And that purpose must be accomplished. 
And Jesus accomplished it. The devil doesn't fight useless people. He fights those that are a danger to his kingdom. How many here? You don't need to lift your hand. How many here can say the devil has been fighting? I can tell you you are born for a purpose. You are born for a purpose. Praise the name of the Lord. And you have certain abilities. Supernatural abilities. That were given to you by God. And you. Alone. Nobody else. Listen. So we are talking about the abilities of the serpent. And when the serpent. Um. Uh, when the devil came down Lucifer. Okay, let us read on here and then we will come back to that. The beast, this is from the Ephesian church age. The beast was so close to a human being. And yet was pure animal. That he could reason and talk. He was an upright creature. And was somewhat in between a chimpanzee and a man. But closer to a man. He was closer to a man. He was so close to being human that, that his seed could and did mingle with that of the woman and cause her to conceive. Are you hearing? If you have revelation for this, say amen. When this happened, God cast the serpent. He changed every born in that serpent's body. So that he had to crawl like a snake. Science can try all it wants to. Science and it won't find the missing link. God saw to that. Man is smart. And he can see an association of man with animal. Man because he's smart. So let me read this again. You missed it. it says, man is smart and he can see an association of man with animal. And he tries to prove it out of evolution. This little teaching here will help you. How many have heard of evolution? Raise up evolution. How many have never heard of it? Evolution. How many have never heard of evolution? Raise up evolution. Okay. Most of you that have been to school, you know that they say man was like this. Was like a chimpanzee. But he went becoming, you know, straightening up, straightening up, straightening up, straightening up, straightening up, and now he's mad. And what happened? 
if you were like this, after all these years, our head should have been down now. Why did we stop here? Why didn't we continue to evolve? And we become like this. But Brother Branham here says, man is smart. The reason why he teaches evolution is because man sees there is an association between man and animal. And they can't find that missing link. They can't find it. Because God is wiser. When he cast this serpent, he every bone in this serpent. That you, when you take a snake, you cannot see at all that a snake ever stood like a human being. But yet it was not a snake. It was a beast which was standing upright. Thank God for the message of the hour. Thank God for the prophet that God sent in our generation to reveal his word to us. If you are not excited about that, I don't know. But I'm excited about that. Praise the name of the Lord. There isn't any evolution. Listen to what the prophet says. One who went up to 7th grade, 7th class. Praise the name of the Lord. You, you are in which class? Senior three. You are more educated than Brother Branham. But hear what he's saying here. There isn't any evolution. But man and animal did mingle. That is one of the mysteries of God that has remained hidden. But here it is revealed. Hallelujah. It is now revealed. It is no more hidden. Thank God for the revelation of the mystery. But here I want you to see something. This serpent here had abilities. Was wise, was subtle. Could even reason like a human being. Hey. And there's another ability. He had a seed which could mingle with the human race to conceive. Those were the abilities. Number one, he was very wise, very cunning. Very. It could talk. Number three, good reason, understanding. Number four, had a seed which could mingle with the human race to 
conceived. Now, Satan in heaven, when he stages his rebellion, he desired to come down to the earth. So he can come down because he failed to take over in heaven. So he wanted to come and take over on And notice, Satan does not have a body Satan only has is a spirit because it's a spiritual being. Satan cannot in any way have any connection with the human race without a link. So he had to have a link in order to take over the kingdom of God of Adam on earth. In the book of Ezekiel, he says, Thou hast been in the garden of God. So the devil, when he was thrown down from heaven, he came down here on earth in the garden of Aden. And when he came down, the creature number one he wanted to go to was one that could help him accomplish his purpose. His goal. And Satan could not find any better Christian. He couldn't find. He looked at all the chimpanzees. The gorillas. The lions. No beasts had the ability that can be able to connect with the human race. But as the devil looked closer, remember the devil was, was, was a spiritual being was created by God having supernatural abilities also. Praise the name of the Lord. Satan has supernatural abilities. That's why some people who don't believe in witchcraft, I wonder. Witchcraft exists. Darkness exists. The devil has power. But all the power that he has is what God gave him. Are you hearing me this evening? So I'm shaking you up with this teaching today. Satan cannot do anything with his power that was not given to him by God. So whatever power he has is lesser than what God has. Because God is the fountain of all power. And every occult every power, every witch doctor will tell you there is a higher power I have one of my uncles. He's one of the great witch doctors in our country. I've met him once in my life. And he told me, you know, he told me about the things they can do. And, and many, many, quite many things. It, it is so scary when you hear this. Tells you that they can take a person in their bed at night and make them dig the whole night <laughs> and replace them. 
They will tell you they, they, they have power to bewitch using demonic power and influence to control your spirit. They have this power because they get it from the devil. But as I was trying to speak with him I wanted to understand whether he knew there was a greater power. And I asked him, but do you believe in God? He told me anybody that doesn't believe in God is stupid. Huh? I said, what? So you believe in God? He said, oh yes, we believe in God more than you. Or else we wouldn't have had the power we have. And I will tell you one thing, church. The church needs to understand the God we serve is greater than the God that they serve. The power they have is lesser than the power we have. The power we have is greater. The God we serve is greater. That's why the Bible calls him the Lord of Lords. Why? Because there are many gods. There are many lords. But he is the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are many kingdoms. But there is always one that is greater than all of them. And the king of this great kingdom is called an emperor. Our Jesus is an emperor. He is the highest of the highest. He is the greatest of the great. And no one can stand before him. Lucifer cannot stand before him. Lucifer came from his presence once. And he was banished forever. But you, you are a son of God. Therefore, Satan has abilities. But his abilities are lesser than your abilities. Because you, you are a son of God. Hallelujah. Amen. I always despise people who go to witchcraft. Or people who fear witchcraft. Hey, hey. I despise that. The Bible says, Praise the name of the Lord. No witchcraft in Israel. No enchantment on Israel. Let me tell you. God has exposed them many times. If you're a sister, go and ask my wife. She will tell you the stories. Ever since we got married, God has exposed the witches. We could see them in the vision. We wake up and deal with them. And deal with them in prayer. And these are people that we know sometimes. Sometimes they hide themselves. But sometimes God exposes them. I tell you what is that? The Bible says the battle we are fighting. Is not for flesh and blood. It is a spiritual battle. We are fighting against principalities. We are fighting against power. Powers. Strongholds in high places. You need to know the God we serve. When you know the God that you serve, 
You cannot fear witchcraft because you will know witchcraft exists. Satan exists. But God is greater than Satan. And what Satan has is called darkness. And what we have is called light. It would be foolish for you to say hey, darkness doesn't exist. But because you know darkness exists. Oh glory to God. You will turn on the light. And when you turn on the light. Darkness must flee. Darkness cannot stand before light. Because light is greater. Tell your neighbor light is greater. And sin is darkness. Oppression of the devil is darkness. But the light of the world is greater than the darkness. Hallelujah. So Satan has abilities. And with his abilities, he came down in the Garden of Eden. And he wanted a, a link that he can use to approach the human race. And he knew the woman here. Yeah. I will use her, but now I want to go to the woman. Access the woman. I need something I can use. So he looked around the garden and he saw nothing. Until when he saw this serpent. So, so with his power. He kept. Mr. Serpent now was incarnated. Satan himself. Lucifer the head of demons. So, he began Neguja. to now walk Negutambula. and approach the woman. Negurumba. Remember, with all his abilities Mujukiro. that were naturally given to him by God, this power, this authority, this ability was now all under the subjection of Satan. I want you to watch the ability was given by God. The ability to speak. The ability to reason. The ability to have a seed. All this was given by God. But right now it was all out of the subjection of Satan. Not God. And it moved. He went to the woman. And began to speak to the woman. Now. Before I, I conclude that story, I invite you to go with me to the book of Mark, chapter 5, verse 1. Quickly now. And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of, of, of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him. No, not with chains. 
You will follow me in English and then you can read in your Luganda Bible if you are reading Luganda. Because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. And cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, the Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, what is thy name? And he said, saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. Now, I want you to see something here very, very important. Here is Jesus yes. coming on, on to the, other, the side of Gadara. There is a reason why he came. And we will see it shortly. But as he, he was approaching Gadara, there was this man, uh, Matthew says men, two men. But here Mark says there was a man. And this man had uh, uh, a spirit in him controlling him. Are you following me? If you're following me, say amen. And so notice this man, he was always bound in chains. But no amount of chains could bind him. No amount of uh, uh, you know, thing, no, no man could tame him because he had too much power. Let me say it this way. Satan had come into this man and he was controlling him and giving him supernatural abilities. When the devil comes in a man, he gives him supernatural natural abilities to become unnatural. These words are very powerful, but I hope and trust that you will get a revelation. I'll give you an example. Each human being has a natural ability to have affection. We call it love. Touched by affection for somebody else. And, and um, you know, naturally speaking, I, I, I love you, my sister. And because I, I love you, I'll give you something. I'll take care of you. I, 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 I will make sure you are fine. But when the devil comes in a man, he will deal with him based on his abilities and he will empower man's abilities to the point that those abilities will become unnatural. You find a man is like a maniac. Wherever woman he sees, he wants to go with her. Some are women. They, 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 they just can't settle for one man. 
They have unnatural abilities. Why? It's not a God-given thing. It's a spirit controlling them. That's why this man others the theft. Yeah. Spirit of theft. Others the spirit of theft. You know, they have that, that power, that unnatural abilities. You know, others it is wisdom. Do you know corny men? Eh, have you ever uh, some of you never have encountered a cornerman. Very good and wise. I met one man at the border of Tanzania and Zambia one day. And this man was looking good. I thought he must be a very credible man. And said, How much are you changing? And he asked me how much I was changing. So I told him. And in just one second, he counted that everything was correct. And he gave me the money. But by the time when we were long gone in the bus, I noticed he only gave me a quarter of the money. Said, how did he fool me? Oh God, I, I, I saw myself as a real good fool. But that day, I saw myself as the best friend. What happened? The man had unnatural ability. One time, somewhere, I was buying some clothes on the street. <laughs> and when I reached home, I saw this good trouser all over the nice. But by the time I arrived at home, it was only a piece. <laughs> Some of you are laughing. Maybe you have experience. I don't know. You know that piece of a trouser. But I saw the man <laughs> putting the trouser in the cavera. What happened? The man had unnatural ability. You even think they are bewitched. No, it's not bewitching. He's using unnatural ability. He's very cunning and very subtle. He knows how to blind you and trick you before you know it. So because you know, you will buy a trouser and then divide it into two and sell it to two different people the same amount of money. <laughs> One time a thief broke into my house before I got married. And when I woke up in the morning, you know, you know, the house was closed. The windows were closed. But I could only see his footsteps. Up to my bedroom. He took everything. So later on, after a few months, when we caught him, I really wanted to know how did he enter. So when he explained to me, ah, I said, really? If it is a blessing, I would say God has blessed you with wisdom. So what is that? It is unnatural abilities. But when it is natural and normal, it will bless others. But the devil has a way of spiking it up. It's just like last. When God, when the devil is, uh, enters a man or oh, a woman, you have a very huge sex drive. 
You feel like you can't rest. You are here, you are there, you are there, you are there, you are there. You are moving all over the place. And you feel you have too much passion. What is that? It is unnatural ability. It is not you. It is the devil in you. It's controlling your body. It's controlling your natural ability. So right now I'm designing the devil. Praise the name of the Lord. And notice here. And we know that many times because we, we have seen many people being delivered. And this man was in chains. But because the devil was in him, he was so powerful. He could just break the chains in just a moment. He had supernatural power. But when he saw Jesus coming, the, the, dev, the man saw Jesus coming, but also the devil saw Jesus coming. Now I want to show you here which one is the greater power. As Jesus was coming, the devil in the man saw Jesus coming. Immediately, he washed. He worshipped him. The Bible says that the devil knows there is one God. And even he confesses that. He even fears. And he even trembles. Watch it happening here. The Bible says the man who ran and worshipped him with the devil still in him he worshipped him worshipped Jesus the Lord of Lords the King of Kings the greater God hmm. and he asked him no, 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 don't, don't, no, don't be confused. There is the man and there is the demon in the man. So at this moment, Jesus is not speaking to the man. It wasn't the man worshipping Jesus. It was the devil worshipping Jesus. And it was Jesus speaking to the devil. The man was only a victim. You may be hearing me. And you were a victim. You were there between. And you are being squeezed like butter in bread. By the power of darkness. But here is a power. That can set any man free. Are you hearing me? Praise the name of God. And at that moment Jesus said. What is thy name? And he answered saying, My name is Legion. For we are many. <laughs> Every knee shall believe. Every tongue shall confess. That Jesus Christ is Lord. And he besought him. Much. Prince. <laughs> Don't send us very far away. There is some swine near. Please send us there. And all the devils besought him saying. Send us into the swine. That we may enter into there. 
This is the business of Satan. For him to operate, he needs a vessel. Oh, brother, sister, don't be a vessel of the devil. Be a vessel of God. And here, the devil begs Jesus send us into the swine that we may enter into the the way we have entered into this. And Jesus yes. gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went out. And they entered into the swine. And the heart of the swine ran violently down a steep place. And they all choked in the sea. There were about 2,000. Hey, listen. There are many things that I want you to see. When a devil comes in a man, he takes him into tombs, into dark places, into dirty places, into unclean places. Praise God. That's why, as believers, we ought to be clean. Let me tell you, there's one of the reformers. Who said cleanliness is next to godliness? When you see a person dirty, shower, their house is all disorganized. If you're a mother, when you, someone enters your house, oh, child has been, they will know you have children. The stench. Oh. <laughs> What is happening? You can tell the spirit of God is not in that house. That things everywhere. That socks is just right there. Not clean, not washed. The bed is disorganized. Clothes everywhere. Everything littered here. Littered there. It's a sign. A good sign. You are not filled with the Holy Ghost. If you are filled with the Holy Ghost, He will chase away the unclean spirit. You'll clean up yourself. You will wash up. When the Holy Ghost was coming down, he told Moses, Tell them to wash. Every one of them wash their clothes, organize everything, and I'm coming down. Let them come and meet me. If you are going to meet God, you better clean up physically. Some people even come to house of prayer and when they have not even cleaned up. And someone walks through the church. Everybody says, ah. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> if someone, <laughs> let, me, let me leave what I was going to say. But I'm telling you, our deacons help such people. <laughs> you younger men, clean up. Use things you need to use. Smell nice. Appear well. Appear 
You are a child of God. Praise God. And this man was in tombs. Unclean spirits were in him. He was dirty. Stinking. With dirty clothes. But when Jesus came, all unclean spirits left him. And he set the captive free. And that man immediately he asked, Where are some clothes? And Jesus addressed the man. Shower the man. When Jesus came, the man showered. When Jesus came, the man dressed up. When Jesus came, the man left the dirty tongue. He went to a clean home. When Jesus came, hallelujah, Amen. every shackle is broken. Hallelujah. Amen. I've been in countries which don't believe in Jesus. And I can tell you they are dirty. But when you go in a community that believes in Jesus, they are clean. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is clean. This is the reason why Jesus came. When he came, he didn't come to rescue pigs. He came to rescue the man that was possessed by legion. Let me explain. These pigs, when the devil entered them, <laughs> They had no choice. They had no choice. The beast in the garden did not have any choice. Come, devil. Do what you want, devil. Legion. Legion. Desired them. He desired the pigs. Legion desired the pigs. Legion and Legion had the pigs. Are you hearing me? Those demons. Brother, they desired the pigs. And they had the pigs. And the pigs could do nothing about it. Huh. Some people say because of that we don't eat pigs. No. We eat pigs. Because those ones died. The ones we eat are clean because they are sanctified by prayer and the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Praise God. But those pigs did not have a choice. Legion desired them and they had them. But this man he had a choice. The devil desired him it doesn't matter how long the devil had him. It doesn't matter how long the man was in the chase. It doesn't matter how long the man didn't have a shower. It doesn't matter how long 
the man was in the tomb. Let me tell you, because he was a seed of God. That's the reason why Jesus came. Jesus came to claim his possession. I am a son of God. And because I'm a son of God, it doesn't matter how long the devil might oppress me. The devil might distress me. It doesn't matter at all. I am the reason why Jesus came. You are the reason, brother. You are the reason why Jesus came. He came to deliver us out of darkness into marvelous light. Amen. He was the reason why Jesus passed that way. Oh, I feel good about it. Oh my. I might as well dance a little bit. I feel good. Because I am the reason. Oh, hallelujah. I am the reason. Why Jesus passed away. Amen. I, I had many friends, many, many brothers, many, many, many around me. But I was the reason why he passed my way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. He came to deliver. He came. Jesus came and died on the cross. He came at that time to deliver the bound. To deliver the oppressed. This guy was oppressed for so long. He came to deliver him. He came to deliver even the depressed. This man was one of them. You could also say I am one of them. Let me add. The man had no choice to refuse this deliverance. Amen. If you are a seed of God and you hear the word of God, you have no choice but for his word to work a work in you. All the man knew was he had a demon in him. He knew tears. He knew sadness. He knew anxiety. He knew depression. He knew sadness. Darkness. Unclean things. Those are all in you. But when Jesus came, he knew one thing deliverance. Hallelujah. So now, this man had no choice over what Jesus was going to do. When you are a child of God and you come to the house of God, let me tell you, those demons have no choice but to live. When the, hallelujah, when the word of God comes, it doesn't really speak to you that much. When the word of God comes, it is addressed to those demons. Sometimes that's why preachers, when they preach, you think they're attacking you. No, they're attacking those devils, those demons. Those spirits, those unclean spirits. And when they are called out, when you hear that, 
Just yield to him. The Lord, here I am. Come Deliver me. And those devils, those demons, those Ejim powers of darkness, they have no choice but to leave. Praise God. Satan has no right upon the seed of God. Oh. Jesus will always win. Praise God. Praise God. We have very many with testimonies of things that they were delivered from. Many with testimonies. Many with testimonies. There is a young man that I've invited to come. At the appropriate time, he's coming from Zimbabwe. He's a I love this testimony. How the devil, you know, took him even into the bars and you know, to use his ability of singing. Use it for the devil. And many other things will speak for himself. That's the purpose of the devil. To check our abilities and submit it to himself. But God wants to come and take our abilities and submit it to himself also. Jesus will always win. That's why a God called preacher. Amen. I was telling a brother the other day. That's why a true God called preacher. When he's on duty, he doesn't mind. He doesn't preach because people are very excited. He doesn't preach because people are very hot. I don't care. You might be cold as, as, as ice. You might be in sin. I don't care. You might be in darkness. But if it's a God called man, he will preach until coldness will go and fire will come. It, it, it's not a man speaking. It is God speaking. One friend of mine, brother, you know, in Kenya, he told me. He said, brother Talema, just wake me up at night at 3 a.m. in the morning and give me my Bible oh, and tell me go and preach. Oh, I will go and preach. I will go and preach. That's why I always say personally, say, oh God, help me that I'll preach like a dying man to a dying generation. Because we don't have time to baby ourselves up. It's time to attack devils. Time to attack devils out of our home, out of our life, out of our Family, out of our friends, out of our brothers and sisters, we are here in one role to attack demons. Hallelujah. And every anointed preaching even comes out to attack demons. The word of God cannot fail. The word of God will defeat Satan in any place, in any situation, in any condition, at any time. The word of God is always powerful. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Notice this woman here did not have a uh, the, 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 rather the serpent did not have a choice the serpent did not have a choice just like the pigs when the, when, when the devil came and then before it knew it he was going to the woman to speak 
not by its power, si his power but by the power of the Son. And that's how the devil wants to attack Sitani you. Watu and he uses you like a serpent. So you can go. And begin flirting with women. Sister giving your smiles to the men. You can go and begin to steal. You can go and begin to tell lies. You can go. What is that? It's the slithering tongue of a serpent. Possessing you. So the devil can't possess you. Can't possess you. But the difference between us and the beasts is that they have no choice. But we have a choice. Peter was a son of God. But the devil possessed him once. And Jesus said, Get thee behind me, Satan. Jesus, was he talking to Peter? Wait a moment. Can you tell me, by the way, was he speaking to Peter? When he said, get the behind the He was speaking to the devil. And what he was speaking was the gospel. So the gospel speaks is really addressed to the devil. And a demon went behind him. But Peter remained. Peter did not physically go behind Jesus. It was the devil that left him. If a child of God and we see demons here in the realm of the spirit and we preach against them by the word, those demons must leave. And here the woman, the woman, she had a choice of deliverance. Let me read this for you. Quickly because my time is almost up. Questions and answers 1964. Certain the serpent almost had a soul. God of course is talking about a serpent. God knows they would look for those bones and there is not a bone in a snake that looked like a man. That's the curse of him. He stood upon his feet like a man. Notice. Then that seed which was next to the human seed Satan himself, the spirit knew that that was the only seed that would pregnant the woman. Because the chimpanzee won't do it. They've mixed it uh, and everything else. It won't do it. But he knew that the germ of life that was in the chimpanzee would not come to the field of the woman's egg. But he know the serpent is seed. Would do it. So he dealt with the serpent. And Adam had never knew, knew that this act could be done. She was made a female. Meaning Eve. 
kawa. Suddenly she would have come to eat later. But you see, the sovereignty of God to display himself as a savior. As I've explained many times. But Satan knew this. For he came to her in the form of this serpent. Which was the beast. A beast and came to her. And she, Eve, was pregnant by her, by Satan first. In the invisible union of the bride of Christ. Her body is given to her as a sacred trust from God. No female dog. No bird, no other animal. No other creature like that. No, she is the only one. By it, she, the reason is so sacred. She is to bring forth life into the earth. Her body is the bedding grounds of life. Therefore, that's the reason she is given this sacred trust. Now, here is where you may disagree many of you theologians. That is what defied the whole human race. And is that a doubter at the beginning? Her bending ground was man. She brought forth those twins, Cain and Abel. Praise God. Now, I have no time to go into details, but you see, the woman's body is different. It's not like any other creature's body. The woman's body is given to her as a sacred trust. She has this sacred trust of womanhood, of motherhood, sacred trust for her to keep her virginity. Even if she did anything, years later, when she's going to get married, she should tell her husband about it. And Brother Barnum says, if she did something wrong, she can be forgiven by God but she can't be justified. You cannot bring back your virginity. And that is why fornication is a big deal. And why Christians, believers are not encouraged, actually they are discouraged to go to fornication. Because the woman's body is the bedding grounds of life. The devil knew that. The devil knew her ability. He knew that the devil knew that it was only the woman that can bring forth life. She was the bedding grounds of life. This ability no one else possessed. In all the creatures, no one else could bring 
forth the human race not Adam but the woman and the devil knew that that is why he came to Eve he came to Eve because of her abilities the devil can come to you simply because he knows you are handsome or you are beautiful and he knows you are the only one can be able to attract such and such a person. And he will use that ability to bring down a fall. Because he knows you have a good voice. If you sang in a bar, everybody will be electrified. So he will come and suggest to you to become a singer in the bar. Because the, door, the devil knows your ability. He knows when you speak, he will convince people. Then he will make you something that will fight against the kingdom of God. Each of you have your own ability. Your on God given ability and the devil knows it too and he wants to use it to bring down a fall he came to Eve and brought about the fall of the entire human race says if, 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 God, if God knew that I, would, I should not do this why did he give me this ability yeah. let me tell you God gave you the ability but God, God didn't give you the ability to do those wrong things. That is the unnatural ability coming from the devil. And oh glory to God when you submit your ability to Jesus Christ. I will tell you what will happen. Jesus Christ will use it for his kingdom. To win souls. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of you who, women who know how to talk very well. The devil can use that ability for you to become a gossiper. Some men these days are also gossipers. Why? Right. You have the ability to gossip. Hey. Mm -hmm. You can't be a gossiper unless you have the ability. Did you know that? Think about two gossipers you know. Look at their ability. Do you have it? Uh -huh. Sincerely you don't. A gospel knows how to approach you. Everything may be cold and hey, by the way, how are you? Hey, how are things great? Are you far? Let me tell you. You know what happened. But for you who is not a gospel, when you come among people who are quiet, you just sit and also. But let a gospel come. Everybody will become hot. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. Tell us, tell us. A gospel. 
Always talking about other people's matters. He or she is the one who says the wrong things. They know what is happening in every home. They know what is happening in every church. They know every bad pastor, every pastor, They know who committed fornication. They know everything. Gossip. But remember, that is an ability. But gossip is a wrong spirit. But Hey, wait a moment. You have an ability. Do you know you can use that ability to witness for Christ? If you can make people chamukeda like that, if you begin to talk about the Lord Jesus, you go in a bunch of cold people and you be like, hey, my friend, do you know what? I have this scripture I was reading. I want to tell you that. Listen to this one. And everybody will be like, and you will, it will become a Bible study. Because you have the ability. You have the ability. Friends, let us take our abilities and submit them to Christ. Let us be a living sacrifice. Praise God. Samson took his abilities and he submitted it to the woman. And the devil used them. Oh, glory to God. God mission us and we should take our abilities. Whatever ability that you have and let God use it. God bless you. It is 7 p.m. I have to stop. You can stand up on your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. May God help us to submit our abilities to submit it to him. Can we sing, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. On Friday, I'm speaking on a subject that, uh, again, I received inspiration to speak on from from counseling with somebody and please come on Friday night if you can. Um, I'll, be, I'll be speaking again on that uh, regarding prayer. And, uh, and then um, my last service I think will be on Sunday. After which uh, on, on Tuesday I'll be traveling to Ethiopia. Uh, we have the other Sunday, a brother coming to uh, to minister to us. Sunday, uh, the brother who was minister, brother Martin. What is his name again? Brother Edison. Yes. Uganda so, Edison. Uh, not this Sunday. The other Sunday. So, but then these other services, of course, we have our, our ministers here who are also going to be supporting while I'm away. So we'll meet on Friday. To sing. Lord, prepare me oh, yes, Lord. to be a sanctuary, oh, yes, Lord. pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving. I'll be a 
sanctuary for you. Oh, sing with me now, Lord, prepare me, tell him, to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, pure and holy. Tried and true, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary, sanctuary. Yes, Holy Ghost. Oh, one more time as a prayer. Everybody sing it. Lift up your hand now. Lord, prepare me. A sanctuary. Oh, pure and holy. Tried and true. Oh. begin to pray as we are closing this service tell him Lord I'm submitting all my abilities to you you know I can do this I can do that I can do that but I need you because without you I can do nothing I need you Lord Jesus I'm submitting my abilities to you help me Lord oh Lord help these people help every one of them Father every sister, every brother and even those on the stream tonight may you help them Father to be a sanctuary to you Oh God. Grant them grace, Father, to submit their abilities to you. Use it for your glory. Use it for your glory, Lord. Let the grace of Jesus, let the love of Jesus fill their life, I pray, that they will walk away from here with a decision to use what they have for your name's glory. Whenever you came down, you asked a man like you did to Moses, what do you have? What do you have? You always take what we have to make us great. To make us great. To make us great. 
help every person here. The way you met them, with the natural abilities you gave them, that they may serve you. That they may be committed to you, Lord. That they may serve you, Father, with all their lives. Bless them, I pray. In Jesus' name. Bless even the offering, Lord. And everything. We will give to you tonight. Father, may you bless the givers. And even as we go to our homes, Lord, may your spirit go with us. Give us great strength. Power. As we walk in Jesus Christ, overcome for everybody. Whoever is fighting, Lord, let them fight. A victorious fight. Because you are the one that win our battles. Come and win our battles. Come and win our battles. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let your spirit come down and rain upon our life. Grant it, Lord. Grant it, Lord. With thanksgiving, as we give, then we shall be 